For more than 25 years, Atlanta has tuned into my straightforward financial advice. I'm Dr. Gene Hensler, and this is Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running and most respected money show on radio. My staff and I will give you fact-based, no-nonsense answers to your financial questions. To have your questions answered on the air, send them to me, Dr. Gene at Hensler.com. That's D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. This broadcast of Money Talks originally aired Saturday, May 29th, 2021. The only thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has there are been. More essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline. Greed. In the dollar. For lack of a better word. A late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. Good paying jobs. Good Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon. Here with me today is Nick Antonucci. What's up, Nick? What's up, Troy? Hey. Hey. Anything going on? How's it going? Uh, nothing. Yeah. Uh, you know, another exciting day in the markets, right? A oh, week. Uh, <laughs> exciting week in the markets. Well, I mean, a day, too. I mean, it's every day is exciting, right? Yeah, but, I, you know, it's not as exciting when you had those, like, Six percent days, either way. Oh, Remember that's that, too, like a year ago. Too exciting. Oh, okay. Uh, those, I, I those guess are too exciting. The up ones weren't. Uh, well, I mean, excitement's excitement. If you yeah. if you use the statistical methodologies, the standard deviation is increased by upside and downside, right? For sure. Yeah. Now we will not get any more technical than what I just Thank said. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That voice is Kelly Lynn Scalise, uh, our producer. But before we get to her, let's. Yeah. Mention we have a special new, guest. Uh, yeah, we got a new one in the house. We have our research intern Amitai Elon, who is with us today. And uh, what's up, Pat? How's uh, it going, Troy? Hey, um, good. It's going good. Real yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, good. Real good. Yeah. All right. Ty, I like how Ty like he got is super late in his internship finally getting on here. I think Chandler we had on like his first week. one of his first few <laughs> yeah. weeks were like yeah. hey you're well, coming hey, on. Yeah, there's a lot of our interns that never show up on the radio, right? Well, it also For depends sure. on their schedule too. So that is absolutely true. So and uh, being a holiday shortened week, it works this week, right? It, it works. Really does. So Kelly Lynn, yes. tell us what we're going to talk about today. Well, first up uh, in the market news, I I read the uh, consumer confidence is a little bit more upbeat. And GDP surged in the first quarter to 6.4%. And yep. I believe you guys are going to tell us a little bit more about that and yep. what that means. Yeah, we always get a couple of updates on yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So As let's see. The, the next quarter goes on, we get a yes. couple of updates. As we go. But, I mean, 6.4, I mean, that's worthy of talking about. Absolutely. Um, uh, Let's see. Second segment, we'll probably head into some inflation discussion and talk about how inflation should really should or should not influence your portfolio decisions. That's pretty easy for you to say. It, well, you know, I practice. Badia, badia, badia. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, like you mentioned, we are in a holiday shortened week. It is Memorial Day weekend this weekend. And I have a special broadcast of Our Three Cents, which is our business strategies podcast that is available uh, as a monthly feature, an extra bonus if you subscribe to the Hensler Money Talks podcast. I hear the hosts are phenomenal. Uh, I haven't listened. Are. I haven't listened, but. <laughs> they are. Uh, it features Troy Harmon, Nick Antonucci, and Casey Smith. 
of. There you, you know? go. Yeah, our uh, kind of our exit strategy. Team. It is exit strategy, but like, but like Casey says, it's just good business strategy. That is absolutely true. So if you have any sort of uh, yeah, it's uh, a little bit more narrow in a business. Yeah. It really is a, a great topical. Uh, show no it is it's very good i do listen to it um i it is a little bit more narrow focused sure. but we're trying to get it off the ground as a an extra feature so we're playing them uh on the air right now because we've we're taken off early for memorial day there you go well it's it's actually a fun conversation <laughs> it and, is. and it uh, is. we try to always make things entertaining right uh okay guys uh let's talk a little about what's been going on in the market nick you mentioned it Five days, we're up almost two percent. You but, said six percent really, a day. Huh? Really, I mean, that, we're nowhere close. Two percent a week. When you think about it, Troy, I, I mean that's great. That's a solid yeah, five days. Do but that fifty. We've been. Times. If you look at kind of take a step back and look at market action recently, I feel like we're just kind of trading in this range, kind of we have been to the side, you know. And I don't know that I expect a huge change in that until we get a bit more clarity as to topic we'll discuss in, in the next segment inflation right right you've got these two camps you have the fed saying inflation is going to be transitory yep um as a result of obviously supply chain disruptions things you saw energy prices crash um during the early part of the pandemic year year ago comps um and then another camp who says inflation is going to spike higher and the fed is wrong so i think until you get some sort of clarity as to which of those camps are correct um, right. Uh, well, here's the thing. I, I've looked uh, recently at uh, some of the some of the options markets, which usually are a pretty good barometer of uh, what—you might have for interest rates. And interest rates are often driven by inflation, right? <clears throat> um, by the end of 2021, options are indicating that we might have 0.08% in the overnight lending rate by the Fed. It's currently 0.07. Basically telling us so they're that, saying no hike this year. Right, that's precisely what the the options are saying. So uh, maybe you know the options market is indicating more in favor of the Fed. Uh, the Fed's saying um, inflation at about point two one, uh, and they're using their long term measure. So inflation we've, got, we've got short-term inflation. We've got month over month showing a year over year okay. inflation at 4.2, according to yeah, CPI. Yeah. The Fed uses the, uh, the, the PCE. PCE, which is a little different, right? Not greatly different, but the number always is different. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what, we're, what we're likely to see, according to the Fed, is a move further down in third quarter and maybe just a slight tick up in the in the fourth quarter on their longer term average measure you know it, it's popping to 2.2 going back flat to two and then maybe up to 2.1 by end of year so uh you know the fed has been pretty clear about what's going on um but they seem to be to you know most of us who watch the market a little bit um uh, I, I don't want to call them bad names, but they're they're not they're somewhat ignoring um, what seems to be going on in the market with real numbers that we're seeing, right? Yeah, and and obviously they're going to take a longer term view on it, but you know, listen, the options implied probability is what it is. It's usually a good indicator, but to see six point four percent growth um, in the first quarter. Uh, and estimates for second quarter growth not to be too much lower than that. I, I I just find it hard to believe that the Fed doesn't 
start talking about raising rates this year. I yeah. really do. Uh, there's there's a lot of folks in that camp, and I, I think it's going to be somewhat a surprise to to most, but not a surprise at all to some. Um, but you know, there's folks that have been stuck on buy gold, and it's the only thing to buy for like the last five years, right? Sure, sure. Or since our last recession, the Great Recession of 2007 and 8. Um, but the thing is, I, Nick, I, it's it's undeniable. We we have seen some inflation. Uh, the Fed's even saying by the end of the year, the average for 2021 is likely to be around 2.2%, which is slightly above their 2% target, right? Yeah. So, um, but again, I think they've kind of changed that target. It's a, it's a moving target now. You know, they've kind of changed their <laughs> targeting strategy for inflation but nonetheless well, you know in the ballpark um you know we, we talked about the the week's performance but it's kind of snuck up on you s&p 500 is up more than 12 percent year to date yeah uh, you know it's just plodding right along uh, if you look at uh uh the 12 month it's it's hardly even worthy of note because it's saying 42 and a half percent yeah, it's a come, huge rebound coming off from, some of those lows you're, you're yeah, still off the march lows a pandemic induced recession um, you got financials up 66.5%, materials up 62.5%, um, industrials up 58.6%. The, the worst we've got here is 18.8% in utilities over the last 12 months. Healthcare, uh, you know, a Getting worthy, no love. We're in 26.27%, which sounds like it's great, right? Yeah. If, if you were yeah. talking about it in a vacuum, but the market overall is up 42.5%. So, um, you know, it, it, healthcare is, has surely been somewhat left behind. Uh, Kelly Lynn, is there anything you want to tease for the next segment? Before I even get to the inflation discussion, uh, Ty is going to wow us with a dog of the week, I believe. Yeah, I'm sure he is oh, yeah. going to wow us. Yep. Better be good, Ty. And actually, I got some questions because if consumer confidence was up and, you know, GDP's up, how does that affect inflation or how does inflation affect that? Affect that, yeah. Good question. All right, you're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. Got a question for the Money Talks experts? Call our question hotline, 855 429 9166. Or email us at drgene at hensler.com. That's D-R-G-E-N-E at hensler.com. You can also find us on most social media platforms under Hensler Group or on the web at hensler.com. You This is the dog. The dog of the week. All right, we have a Dog of the Week this week, and uh, that's going to be presented to you by none other than our guest host, Amitai Elon. Ty, what you got? So we've been talking a lot about in the market lately on these shortages we've, we've had. and we, We've had some shortages. Everything from chicken wings to semiconductors lately. Chicken, seems like. I didn't know chicken wings were at a shortage. I thought it was just the Chick-fil-A sauce. No, chicken oh. wings. We couldn't get wings. I tried to order wings this week. Buffalo Wild Wings. Shout out Buffalo Wild Wings. You didn't have chicken wings. Bogo Tuesdays yeah. was a That's no your go. name. Huh. Honestly, this is a thing. Uh, my fiance is a restaurant manager. And I know it's a I thing. I absolutely watch him every week try to buy chicken wings. We went to the Braves game, me and uh, KC on Tuesday. No wings in the Delta Club. Wow. wow. 
All right. So we've, Sorry, we've continue sidetracked your <laughs> Supply donor. Chain. But Supply let's chain. Hear you. But it seems like Maine may have gotten the worst of it. They currently have a porta potty shortage. <laughs> what? That stinks. <laughs> well, we've been talking about construction shortages. Is this potentially related to that? Somewhat. So people have been renting them out longer due to COVID mostly. And then a lot of the people who rent them out, the businesses, they're so backed up now that the factories are also... Backed <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> that the factories are also having some supply chain issues. So they're all kind of tying together with the supply chain taking longer than expected and then higher than expected demand. Yeah, that's a demand that I wouldn't have expected. That's, that's uh, really bizarre. I, I don't get why they would be... Unless construction is just going like gangbusters up there, I don't know. That's uh, that's an interesting shortage to have. Is it is a shortage of portable Porta toilets. Uh, but there is your dog of the week. Uh, thank you, Ty, for that. It's sorry uh, we hijacked really that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there there really are. Well, shortage. I mean, it's a, it's a real story of the supply chain issues that still exist well, and just the overwhelming demand for in. in you name the area of the economy, right? Which is part of what's driving prices higher. It's it's kind of like the perfect storm of, okay, COVID, which depressed levels sure. significantly a year ago. But now you have so much pent-up demand and so much money in the system. And, you know, Kelly Lynn, you talk about consumer confidence. Yeah. And actually, if you dig into the details, um, outlook on current conditions was positive, but mm-hmm. consumer attitudes towards future expectations declined in the reading. And it's kind of, the way I think about it is things are so good right now. Consumers have so much money because of all the stimulus, all the money injected into the system. But when that's gone, are you facing even tougher cops? Well, I mean, here's the thing, Nick. You've got the government who has now basically become the biggest competitor to employers right uh, yeah. we've got six percent unemployment and eight million jobs less than we had pre-pandemic and we've Still. got people that are if you look around you there's help wanted signs everywhere everywhere, everywhere. how in the world can you have and then you have two hundred and sixty thousand jobs added in april that's it versus expectations of a million right it was a, a garbage a garbage employment report yeah and then you saw states you know coming out saying they're going to take action and end the the pandemic uh, benefits early because you are, I mean, there's data out there that, that suggests, you know, individuals, if they can make $15 an hour sitting on their couch, unless it's their dream job, they're not going to go after it. Yeah. So you you wind up with a situation where employers are now doing what? They're paying more. They're trying to offer sure. more in wages. Yeah. Isn't that inflation? Absolutely. I mean, we've got that. We've got shortages of goods when you've got demand that overwhelms supply. What do you wind up with? Inflation. I mean, you can look just about anywhere and find signs and reasons, logical reasons why you would Absolutely. have higher prices. Uh, so, you know, we've, does, we've talked about this a little. Yeah. I, ahead, okay. Kevin. So here's my, I mean, I'm, I'm not a market analyst, but I do pay attention to what you say. So you play one on the radio. I do I play not one either. on the radio. Oh, okay. Um, if GDP is up. Sure. So how does, is that because prices are up? I mean, uh, that's a part. How does that component. work? Yeah, you do. You do wind up having a little bit of growth okay. uh, because it's just a sales number, right? But you've got <clears throat> you've got 
this is the the reopening trade as you would hear it okay. called on most uh um financial media television for sure um people can get out and spend money right now mm, so okay. they are that's, on top of the that's fact the that demand people have we're, we're given a boatload of money yeah we were yeah, yeah. you've got and demand it's like go that's driven by the fact that we are reopening and people have are flush with cash and um that is what's driving much of it but okay. you know when you can't get the goods you want you become willing to pay more for it and mm-hmm. that's what's happening in in order for certain things to make it to the market you wind up with inflation so um i think another of your questions and i'll go ahead and let you ask it yeah okay well i mean my my biggest thing and i know uh just from the listeners that i have talked to are asking like how does that affect affect my investment decisions yes now Uh, i'm a long-term investor i i've still got like 20 some odd years in the market so i'm thinking long term young that's why well not really but (laughs) i'm gonna gonna work forever i'm gonna work forever okay no um I, I look at the like the long term, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, well, you know, you've said stocks are great because they can pass inflation off to the, you know, the consumer and their prices are going to be relatively good. Now, I've actually talked to a couple of friends and uh, the concern is those who are moving into fixed income investments, they're 10 years from retirement that I don't know how to even counterinflation when well, you're in a position like that. Yeah, again, I think it's, you know, it, it depends on your time horizon, but historically speaking, if you're taking a long-term right. you know, look at things, um, everyone thinks about gold as a hedge against inflation, and, and gold does mm-hmm. a decent job of, as a hedge against inflation. But Other commodities as well, but yeah, really but, gold, the, the one is But there are better options. I mean, if you, you take uh, from January 1975 to February 2021, so some pretty recent period ending um stocks bonds and REITs have all been better hedges against inflation than gold they now there's certain times where gold you know outshines those asset classes but outshines. if you're taking you like a longer term i'm just full of puns today I take a longer term look at it and we've always preached this um you know stocks are the way to go and it's not to say that i don't i'm not going to sit here and say that no one should have exposure to gold you know, it's a, a non-correlated asset class. It is, and, and that's usually where you get diversification. That's, exactly. That's one of the exactly. So I don't want to misconstrue, you know, what I'm trying to say here, that gold is not a bad asset class by any mm-hmm. means, but if you're taking a long-term approach here, there, there are better hedges. Now, shorter term, you have options, you have gold, you have um, treasury inflation-protected securities, so it's mm-hmm. bonds, but they are indexed to some inflation measure, and the principal value of those adjusts up as we're down, you know, as right. inflation okay. changes. So that would give you some protection if you wanted to do that. There are some corporations that issue them, but mostly you think of that as a as a treasury inflation okay. protected. They call them tips, treasury yeah. inflation inflation protected securities, um, and, and they do a, a decent job of that. What you usually see, especially in a time like this, is you see uh, when fears of inflation, not real inflation, are starting to show up, you start to see those prices get uh, bid uh, a bit higher. So you're going to wind up paying a little more. I would say that at this point, it's you might not be getting a real good deal mm-hmm. in tips because there's lots of talk about inflation in the market. Right. Yeah. So, um, 
all of that being what it is, real estate is another decent. Yeah, any kind of real asset. Yeah, anything you can kick. Mm -hmm. I mean, not financial assets, but you know. And and the thing is, it still is a a great place to put your money uh, to hedge against inflation. The stock market. Uh, Why would you buy bonds? Really, the biggest reason that we try to encourage people to buy bonds. It's not so much for the return; it's for the stability that it gives you. You put this money aside; it's going to make some money for you. Right now, it's hard to beat inflation. Um, and and that's really the benchmark when it, when you're investing in bonds, trying to get a little more than inflation so your money grows or at least mark inflation. So, Kelly Lynn, does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. Absolutely. All so right. up next, we've uh, again, we've got a special broadcast of Our Three Cents featuring Troy Harmon, Nick Antonucci, Casey Smith, talking about some business exit strategies. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I am one of those melodramatic fools, neurotic to the bone, no doubt about it. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.